Hey, guess what? We're rolling? For the first time since uh, September, October last year? We're no! Rolling. It's been a minute. Are you kidding? Yeah, because we came back from we came back from Outpost in August. We went that that was the first week yeah. of August last year, and then we recorded a couple episodes, and then y'all went right. down to Alabama for Dit's funeral, and we never recorded after that, and that was September, wasn't it? Well, and I think uh, I went to I went to Colorado in September. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you go to Colorado? Go to Colorado after. Going yeah. to Alabama? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not sure. I think August was when uh, she passed. And then I went out to Colorado for our birthdays. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. We started playing through the rest of the games, and we never came back to podcast about it. So getting through the games was our That's goal. That's right. We had to go back and play 4 or 5 ODST to... and Reach. Mm -hmm. Reach. Have we yeah. gotten through 3 at so, that point? Uh, don't ask me. No, dude, we'd <laughs> only, played Halo. We'd only played Halo 1 when we went to Outpost. Remember? Because you'd only just um, found out what the the, the monitor was bad. No, it was yeah. 1. You had just found out that, like, Halo, what Halo was, who the Flood were. You yeah. were asking me questions about the Flood while we were there. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, wait till you find out you when got, we play. <laughs> you got so much to learn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you'd been through one. I don't know, but it was your, yeah. your amount of knowledge was very short. Uh, oh, I can't believe the first time we, yeah. Outpost first time discovery. we played through one, it was like, I thought I knew more than this. Oh I'm man. Like every, noob. every little thing you brought up, I was like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> but just wait till you find out. Yeah. It was right. very good. It was very good. It was a very good experience for me. Um, so I um so so let me let me just jump in and let's say update that... the entire community. Okay, as to <laughs> what's what? going on? Since we've started okay. recording, there's a there's a quarantine on. Uh, there's a plague. Yeah. There's a plague on. Uh, maybe not plague. It's not that bad. But there's a there's a virus going around. Pandemic. Yeah, there it is. Um, and so we're all at home. We're not sitting in the same room. Um, the gaming granny has my laptop, and. Uh, Another microphone, Mike, so that we can do this socially safe and distanced. Um, <laughs> you no longer live where you used to live. All right. Yeah, you know, much has much has changed. Yeah, you now live in your own place. Um, yep. My big girl place. Yep. What were you gonna say? Because I cut you off. <laughs> you were like, "We should let them know," and then I was like, "Why don't we update them?" No, that's very very good information. I was just trolling around the other day and I found our um, our, la our last podcast where we're updating people after the uh, Discovery Outpost. And I that almost... That was our last one. Our last one was yeah. Halo 2. Okay. Yeah. But I guess I just that's I just got really nostalgic for Pop sure. Gins and wanting to do this again and I bugged you about it and and of course you were, you were kind of waiting for the dust to settle. It wasn't just just you is me too but the dust is now settled folks and it's time for us to get back to the thing that um, <laughs> yeah that that really matters this and is I've one of the things the that math. really matters i've done the math folks we have halo our uh, outpost discovery episode um halo one two three four five odst reach and then we wanted to talk about destiny and we've got like nine or ten weeks worth of stuff to go, and it is it is rapidly approaching August. And if we are to get this out before Halo Infinite is going to come out, we have to get. We got up really, really put a strong, Excuse. concerted effort. Excuse the sound of ruffling paper. Yeah, so I've got Outpost Discovery one two three ODST four five Reach Spartan Ops. If we if we come back to that, if we do that. Yes. Uh, the and Halo movies, which we've all seen. Mm -hmm. uh, Fall of Reach. Nope. Fall no. of Reach is a movie, but it's based on the book. So, like, if you've read the book, it's fine. Um, oh, boy. Ford Unto Dawn and uh, Nightfall. Yes. Which we've okay. seen. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then Destiny. So, 11, 11 weeks. And... Hmm. 
I'm to get done before now in November? 11, 11 episodes, yeah. And if we release them every week instead of every other week, like we initially planned, God. 11 weeks puts us right up against November. Yep. So, like, dun, dun, dun. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> we, we were like, we'll I get this out like in we... time for Halo Infinite. And then it's like, oh, we got to uh, get this out in time for Halo Infinite. <laughs> I just kind of never would have dreamt that we'd be up against it like this. But then so much has happened. So yeah. much has happened. And fun fact, we're working on season three ideas because we've been playing Sea of Thieves with the family and playing. Oh my gosh! There's all sorts of stuff that's that's coming. And I I also just realized that I, for some reason, relegated Destiny to a single episode, and that might just be better served for next season. Because you know, there's no way that's gonna. Can be we one just episode. do that? <laughs> yeah, especially because you have you know uh, a very rabid destiny player right here you wouldn't be able yeah. to contain me to one episode exactly we'll be talking about it forever and we have to have other people then to talk about it uh mm-hmm. so well we, why don't we do all the logistical planning that we're doing right now live later <laughs> i just realized <laughs> welcome to our podcast where you haven't heard us talk forever let us plan uh... the next season that's not going to happen until 2021 <laughs> well yeah okay right well, let's, let's just hold that for our next staff meeting okay yeah <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That that's exactly it. Um, right. But yeah, so we Welcome talked to about Gens, everybody. Yeah, right. We've talked about Halo one through three. At this moment, while we're recording this, the Halo three episode has been sitting on my hard drive for like months. Wow. Like almost a year. <laughs> um, but we've done through Halo three, so the next logical step to go is Halo ODST. Because that was the next one in the release it's order. The order. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going to stick with Master Chief story, it would be Halo yeah. 4, for those of you who don't know. Um, but yes, Halo ODST was a game made by... Well, which one do you have papers papers for? Because <laughs> I, uh, I don't want you to pull a bunch oh. of stuff out. Okay, cool. So ODST oh, was ready. one of the... was the second to last game notes. made by... Yes. <laughs> what's funny is uh i only got some of that paper rust in the audio it's like the microphone knew oh nope you don't want to hear this <laughs> they canceled it out yeah rude rude um so <laughs> odst is the second to last game made by bungie the original creators of halo before they would go on to send a deal <laughs> yawns um before they would go on to sign a deal with Activision and make Destiny, which is why Destiny was originally a part of this conversation. Um, right. They made ODST, and then they made Reach. Reach is going to be the penultimate episode, or, yeah. Well, I guess it's going to be the ultimate episode of this season. Um, okay. If we do it in the order that we played it, for sure. Yeah, this is the pre-antipenultimate episode. Is that a word? It is. Pre-antipenultimate is the fourth from the last <laughs> Wow! Impressed! Because ultimate is the last, penultimate is the second to last, anti-penultimate <laughs> is the third to last, pre-anti-penultimate is the fourth Kate, to last. Caleb, huh. Grant's birthday. Oh, I can play it, but I don't know if anyone's going to hear it. <laughs> Grant's birthday! <laughs> yeah. Um, so, ODST's an oddball. ODST Boy, is, is an oddball. So, like, the last two games that Bungie made are special because they're not the like formula for that halo has been they've made halo one two and three at this point um which are all seminal titles and some would even say quintessential first person shooters if you want to like study the genre because halo was the first first person shooter on console really like the first one that you could play Mm -hmm. with a controller that was going to be big uh, and it ended up being big, which is again, wasn't it crazy? Wasn't it? Didn't it come out with the console? Yes. So the original Xbox launched, and this was a launch title, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why Infinite coming out with the next Xbox is huge. Um, That's right. But the first three games are pretty, pretty, pretty foundational, but all kind of in the same vein, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, sequels. Yeah, and so, like, you're following Master Chief's story, and uh, that's what everybody loves about these games. But the uh, the other big thing about it that 
uh, that people don't realize is you've kind of only played as super soldiers slash like aliens that are super strong, right? You play as Arbiter a few times mm-hmm. um, in Halo 2. And then ODST is like all those guys that follow you around, that drop in those pods that are so cool looking. What if you just played as them? And so you're not a superhero. Brutes are suddenly way taller than you and bigger. Yeah. As opposed to like similar sized. You're sort of badass soldiers, but you're no, not. No, ODSTs are the Barbies. are the baddest of the bad. They're like yeah. uh, the 101st yeah. Airborne, but yeah. in space. Feet first into hell is their super uh, augmented motto. super soldier right. like Spartans. Right. And so they have attitudes. So they have attitudes. Yeah. Well, they all because yeah. they're not Spartans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Spartans don't have emotion until Halo 4, um, which we will get to. Yeah. But um, yeah, these guys all have like specific characters. Okay, so we, re- and, we oh. really, really enjoyed ODST. So now 4? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. 4's super special. 4's holds a really special spot in my in my heart, though, because of how different it is, right? Like, all the other games take place mostly in the day. There's a night mission in one or two. Um, the music is pretty bombastic and orchestral and and big. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the the story, the campaign, what you're doing is always like world saving at the end of Death's Door, and like everything's just so big and bombastic. And Halo Three, supposedly, and I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but when we were talk when we were at, uh, I think it was Outpost Discovery. Someone asked about like what the pitch meeting was for ODST, and it was like, "What if we made a Halo Jazz album?" <laughs> yeah. And Marty O'Donnell was like, "Yeah," because he's an incredible composer. Um, but uh, it's basically. Or are you just imagining this? Huh? Or did you? Ha- has this been reported, or were you just imagining this? Is what I'm pretty like? sure this is what Marty said in a pod in, oh, in the Game Maker's uh-huh. Notebook podcast, where they were talking okay. about his career making music yeah, for, for a bunch of games. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but he, but that's that's like Halo ODST is a departure, right? Because you've got this soundtrack that's much more muted, and features like saxophone and mm-hmm. sousaphone. And like really jazzy instruments playing like slow, low key, really jazzy scores. Sci-fi also, noir. Yes, it is very sci-fi noir. This and the, the, it's raining the whole game, and the whole almost the whole game's at night. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a really interesting story, right? Like, so in Halo Two, which we've played, and it's been a minute, but you'll remember you are on Earth in the beginning. And then you chase a ship. Oh. You chase a ship through a jump, uh, through a slip space jump, in Mombasa. Like in New Mombasa, they just jump out and it wrecks the city. Mm-hmm. And Halo mm-hmm. ODST starts with you dropping into New Mombasa, and the ship leaving. And yep. everyone's like, "Shit, we're we're in the air," <laughs> as this portal's opening, uh, right. and that shockwave subsequently throws this group of ODSTs that were supposed to land together. All across they're the in, city. They're in, they're in individual pods. Yeah, they're in their drop pods, orbital drop pods. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they get separated completely. And like initially you're like, oh, that's cool. Uh, we'll have to find each other. And then you wake up as the rookie, the new guy, who just joined the group, like hours later. Six to be exact. Yeah, you wake up six hours later. Uh-huh. And so when you drop that night, you wait, or during the day, you wake up at night and you have no clue where anybody is. And like, it, it's really cool because rather than just like throwing a team together and having you run with a bunch of people the whole time, you play as the rookie at night alone. And this like mm-hmm. really quiet, really emotional soundtrack, which I will be playing in the background of this right now, uh, is playing while you are trying to find where the hell everybody else went. And it's However, kind of- However, we played uh, cooperatively, so you didn't quite get that. Yeah, impact. you still have people with you, sure. Yeah. But it still feels it still feels wildly different than yes. previous games. You're moving quietly. Uh, you have night vision goggles and silenced guns. Um, and your goal is to find these pieces. So you're being like helped by Virgil, who's the city like AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you'll walk down a street and like ballasts will pop up and like don't go this way 
and then like lights will turn on down the street that leads you to like a right. cache of, of ammunition or like directionals. Yeah, like the the city is trying to help guide you, and what it does is it leads you to these different areas. To is um, Virgil the superintendent? Yes. Yes. Okay, I just yes. I didn't write his name next to that. That's Virgil. Okay. Yeah. Um, he makes these really cute noises, and I one of the noises that he makes when he hangs up his phone, uh, hangs up his like transmission when he's trying to let you know that like all right signing off i have as my my text tone hang on you're gonna play for now um so what the game tasks you were doing is finding these pieces of evidence it's like a mystery novel yeah. But, yeah, but as yeah. a game very so very you're nice. like you go and find pieces of debris from some engagement and then the, the first one is first one is uh dare's helmet yeah you find dare's helmet in a window in the top floor of a room and you're like well someone got hurt in this room and then what it does is it jumps out of the perspective of the player into the perspective of virgil the superintendent of the city um who then rewinds the camera and then you start playing as buck trying to find dare six hours earlier as soon as you drop and like there's debris falling from the sky there's photoelectronic debris falling from the sky because there was a, just a a giant slip say slip space bubble in the city and then you like fight through the city and find dare and right before you find her like you blow something up and her helmet goes flying and you and then it zooms out at the end of that little mission and you see superintendent trace the helmet through the window and then it goes back to you as the rookie at night holding the helmet. And so superintendent has been watching your team and finding all of these bits of what they've been up to. Mm-hmm. And then is leading the rookie to each of these things to try and help him find his team and put together what's going on. And it's, oh, it's so flash good. Forward, flashback. It's flashback, so good. Right? Yeah, everything's a flash. And like those... <laughs> Rookie and the flashbacks get closer and closer and closer, right? So the first one's six mm-hmm. hours ago. And the next one you go to is five hours ago. And the next one you go to oh, is three hours that. ago. And the next one you go uh-huh. to is an hour and a half ago. Until you eventually overlap with your team at the end. And they find you and they're like, oh, you're not dead. <laughs> and then you <laughs> group up and go do the last thing together. Which is, it's just so well put together. Um, and I'm constantly curious, like, whose idea it was yeah. because would you love to see the storyboard yeah it would be great. worse than high school english class with your diagramming sentences yes yeah, oh so my gosh the, the wikipedia simply says story director joseph staten penned a detective story utilizing film noir designs settings and characters and composer martin o'donnell abandoned his previous halo themes to create a quieter jazz influenced sound during development the planned expansion it was supposed to be an expansion mm-hmm Oh, it was? Okay. It was a small side project produced to lull, to produce in the lull mm-hmm. between Halo 3's completion and Halo Reach. Instead of featuring recognizable characters such as Headmaster Chief, they picked, focused on the ODSTs. So during development, the planned expansion grew in scope to that of a full-size game. I'll be darned. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just, can I just interject that yeah. I think it was the first one that was made entirely for adults? Which... I think the others were. They're all rated somewhat, I know, but I think they were a lot more um, uh, designed for a, a younger audience, more, you know, I don't want to say adolescent, because they weren't, because they're overarching themes that are very, very mature and a mature subject matter and all that. But this one, with its sci fi and its. And it's jazz and it's noir. I think it's very much a whistle for older audiences. I really sure. do. I and think I, I would argue. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I'm very grateful for that. I think I would posit that rather as the first three seem to have been made for everyone. Maybe so. <laughs> Not for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for everyone. No, I, mean, and more. I know I what you mean, meant. I know what you meant. I'm just yeah. saying this is how I would say it. But yeah, well, the first three seem now, to be a more, a more broad appeal. And ODST mm-hmm. absolutely has a specific audience, and that audience is it's, definitely older than. And the game is growing up because in the beginning, and this is maybe the wrong time to discuss this, but in the beginning, Chief, and, well, all the role models were like super jocks, you know, super militaristic, super dumb sounding jocks. And they really, 
elevated the conversation and expanded the characters and let you know them as human beings where I think in the beginning it was, it just had a, had a long way to go. Sure. That's you're, why I mean, you're, you really want to talk about Halo 4 is what you're saying. You really oh, yeah. want to talk about Halo 4, which <laughs> is fine. Back. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but they, what you're making is a good point. I just think you see that more when uh, 343 takes yes. over. Um, because okay. like Halo, Halo 2 is one of the most, to this day, to me, one of the most complex and adult storylines. Because mm-hmm. it opens with like 10, 15 minutes of cutscene. Where it's like, you're going to see simultaneously Chief getting commendations and uh, Arbiter getting... Uh, a be, uh, desecrated. Demoted. Yeah, demoted. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to see Chief fight off an invasion. And then you're going to see this guy like sentenced to death. And then you're going to see him not sentenced to death because the political leaders are able to like yeah. do something different and turn him into something else. Like so much of Halo 2 is this just yeah, like you're right. really, really you're right. good, really mature. Like Halo 1, I would absolutely like, yeah, this game is shoot, 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 blast him. Like there's yeah, nothing like, to it. You just run around and like, blow shit up. It's great. Like a, like the like the Sarge. Yeah. Not the Sarge. Just, yeah, Sarge, yeah, Sergeant Sarge. Johnson. And his, yeah, his yeah, character in Halo 2 is I'm sorry, I I disagree with that too, but uh, okay. in Halo Three he but dies and it's super 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 emotional. It is because Sarge is the best. To love him yeah. in spite of his his hoorah. Uh, yeah, he's the he's <laughs> the he's, he's the machismo of the clan. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so like ODST is this big difference because rather than like Master Chief, who I remember the dialogue for a long time being like, "Is he a machine? No, he's not." at all he's in no way a machine he's 100 percent just a person but he's been augmented but like i remember and having God, conversations with people of like hey is he a robot and they're like no he's just wearing a big suit and then you go from that dynamic right which is only starting to break down with halo 3's ending and like yeah uh cortana being subject subjugated to the grave mind for so long that she's like obviously not okay when you get her and mm-hmm. then you go to sleep for like five years between halo 3 and halo 4 yeah. um, four years yeah so like he was asleep for four years you're starting to see master chief and cortana's story become more human because they're getting older which mm-hmm. is literally like what's happening well, to both of them can i just say can i is this my opportunity to say are we talking about halo 4 yeah. No, then no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, but ODST, ODST is the is the first time the Halo games have focused on the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I would say that not as like a negative because I think the first three do focus on characters in a way. But Halo mm-hmm. ODST is dependent on its crew of five, right? You've got Dare, right. Buck, um, Romeo. I can't remember the others. Oh no! Oh. Uh, Dutch. Dare, Buck, Romeo, Dutch. And um, how did I do um, this? Looking at my notes, I don't see it. Oh, I'm looking at the <laughs> Halo Four page. That's why it's not working. Uh, setting and characters. You've got the rookie, which is you. Who well, that's you your that's your last character. Um, you've got Buck, Dutch, Romeo, Mickey, and Dare. Mickey. Uh, Dare's an Oni officer who, if anybody is familiar with Halo, know that that's the Office of Naval Intelligence, and they uh-huh. are snakes. Nobody likes them. They suck. Um, Who's that last character, did you say? Dare, the the chick? No, no, before that? Mickey. Mickey. Okay, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. I don't remember that. Wow. Okay, I'm writing it down. Yeah, it's four <laughs> ODSTs and Dare, and then the okay. rookie. Buck, uh-huh, Dutch, uh-huh. Romeo, and Mickey. Um Okay. Oh, well, I thought I saw it. No, I didn't write it down. Weird. Okay, got it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have it for at least 10 minutes in my brain, and then I'll forget it again. It's fine. That's how it works. But uh, you've got these six people that are very human and very normal and very just regular-ass dudes fighting in a war that's way bigger than them, um, kind of cut off from everything they're trying to, to do. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, like it's really good it's really good the the game starts with dare showing up in a group in a in a 
little war table room with the ODSTs in it, and they're all like, ooh, she's cute. And then Buck walks in and, like, straightens them out. And then you find out that Buck and Dare had a thing once, which is like, oh, great, this is going to make this confusing and uh, tough the whole time. And then... um, it does explain some things, though. It does, it does. And that comes up frequently throughout the game. It's yeah. like Buck and Dare are, like, having their their closure, their, like, post-mortem meeting about their relationship, like, on in a deployment, which is mm-hmm. not the best place to do it, but it's very, very <laughs> fun for, for us to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super, this is super good, like... The the cast in this game is also super good. Dutch is Adam Baldwin. Romeo is Nolan North, who's one of the biggest game voices in video game. Um, Mickey is Alan Tudyk, who's also huge. He played K2SO in Rogue One, the tall robot. Um, he's in Firefly. He's in... Oh. What? No, I was just I was just acknowledging that. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. Buck is Nathan Fillion, which is the big one. Um, Nathan Fillion's great, and we'll see him again in Halo Five. He shows back up in Halo Five. Um, spoiler alert! And then Dare is Trisha Helfer, um, who will be known from like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, she was Sarah Kerrigan in the Starcraft games. Like, it's a, uh, it's a. This is a cast. It's a solid cast. And it's yeah. the first time that we've really seen Halo kind of, you know, swing outside of the, the box for, for talent like this. And it's mm, it's very good. I don't know, man. This is probably one of my favorite Halo games. It's not my favorite. Really? Halo 2 okay. is, like, by far and will always be one of my favorite games of all time. But ODST is real close. I have to admit that going back and reviewing it, our gameplay, uh, so, so I could talk halfway intelligently. I actually enjoyed it more because playing through the first time was a little bit overwhelming. And I think a large part of it, and I have to confess, a large part of it is when we play through cooperatively, everybody's talking at once. I hardly ever hear any of the, uh, the over. Yeah, I, I miss so much. But when I go back, I can kind of tune that chatter out and kind of focus on what the story is a little bit better. Sure. I've got the game too much greater understanding by reviewing our playthroughs sure and i think our podcast is kind of one of those uh instances where nothing you nothing you experience the first time is the is enough experience to like talk about it mm-hmm. in most cases and so oh, our absolutely. podcast is just as much like a deep dive on my understanding as much as it's like a refresher and like a a mm-hmm. uh, spark notes for your playthrough, right? Because like right. you're going to play through it once as we go through all these things and you're going to have memories, strong memories attached to certain moments. But like I've played through all these games, like upwards of six, seven times. And so yeah. I've got just a you different solo. Huh? Sorry for cutting you off. How many times have you played solo? I've played all of them all the way through solo three or four times and then co-op three go. or four times. So like, See, I think that makes a huge difference. You hear things yes, differently. Absolutely. You play very differently. I was yeah. also going to ask you: Does the game scale differently for solo, or are mm. you fighting just as many enemies as you, as you did when you played? No, I think you're fighting just as many. Oh crap! Yeah. So when you <laughs> play by yourself, it's so like one of the things that we didn't we didn't. Well, you can uh, lower the uh, difficulty level too. Don't do that. But yeah. You well, can. no solo. Um, no. I don't want to play heroic. The game's just different. The game's just different. So, like, especially ODST, especially ODST, if you are playing with a group, like, you can see a patrol, and you can go, oh, we're going to go take that out. If you're playing by yourself, you're like, I got other things to do. Where do I hide? (laughs) No, for sure. That's one of my favorite things about ODST, is that, like, a large portion of that game is about finding out when you should not fight. Oh, can I just say the first time we barged into... A level and started trying to bang up some enemies and go wait a minute we're not master chief mm-hmm. holy yeah. cow yeah you're a lot more squishy <laughs> you walk well, in like i'm oh ow ow oh, I got God, ow I gotta go i got this i ain't got it <laughs> yeah um yeah i love odst for that reason like it makes you remember oh there's normal people that are fighting this war not mm-hmm. just super soldier there's only one super soldier fighting this war um yeah. and like Okay, but that's also not true. 
there's Spartan fours that we're going to see eventually that are like in development at this time and okay. Spartan threes that they tried to do, but did not go well. That's right. also happening right now. Um, so there are other Spartans that are fighting, but like we don't see them until Halo five, which is wild to me. Um, but well, I guess you see some in Halo four, the Spartan fours show up in Halo four and they're all <clears throat> assholes. Um, <laughs> Amanda Palmer is an asshole. I don't like that character at mm-hmm. all, but we'll talk about her later. Um, I just I just love ODST. I could talk about this game forever. Like, how it's paced and how it's organized and how the art direction is just so different than the other games because it's all urban. And so many of the other Halo games are, like, out in the desert or mm-hmm. in a jungle or on a beach or on an island. Yeah. And, like... Forerunner construct, or you're out out in the wild, in the yeah, for There's sure. No in between. Yeah. And this game is mm-hmm. all urban, all city, mm-hmm. all dark and rainy, human, and like all human construction, all human, all human familiar. architecture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somewhat familiar. It's really, really great, and like the sound design's really good. It's just great. What was what was your favorite um, segment? Did you have a favorite segment? What's the mission that I play? I love when you go and destroy the Oni Black site. Mm-hmm. When you go across the bridge and detonate the bridge to get to keep people from coming after you, and then you go into yeah. the Oni site, which is full of all of this information we don't want the Covenant okay. getting to. Yeah. And then you yeah. rig the entire server room with charges, and Isn't then take the elevator game? out and fly off, and then you're like yeah. flying away. And uh, I think Mickey's like three, two, one. Huh, and the whole building goes up and then you show up as the rookie like at night and the bridge is destroyed and the building's smoldering and one of the like panels of the detonator charge sitting on the ground and that's what he picks up and tosses off to the side very good that one's very good yeah i yeah. also love the mission with buck and mickey on the roofs where you've got snipers on the roofs on the roofs <laughs> Where you've got the sniper <laughs> rifles and you're like moving across the top of the buildings um, while another group is. Oh, what's, what's happening? Because like there's a, you're getting. Okay. You're, you're about to get into a pelican and then banshees show up. Uh-huh. And you have to like, you have to like go find that police pelican somewhere else because they could not land because there were banshees in the air. Like, that mission's also very good. Because the whole game, like I've said before, you know, is under under the rain. And this building is so tall and days breaking that you're, like, mm. above the clouds. And oh, it's yeah. really, really cool. <laughs> it's really great. Um, yeah, I, I, I called that the scorpion rampage across the city. Oh, that's not, that's a different mission. Is that a different mission? Okay, yeah. then I guess I don't know. Scorpion, what you're scorpions are tanks, so that's that. That's like the third mission where you're picking up Romeo. Uh-huh. I think. Uh Tayari Plaza, oh. I think it's called. Or T. Um, hang on, I'm pulling up. A list I wrote of... down Kazingo Boulevard. Kazingo Boulevard. Yeah, that's yes, 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 yes. See, if I didn't write notes, I would not have anything intelligent to say. Tayari Plaza is the first one you do. Kazingo Boulevard is the scorpion rampage through the heart of the city. That's when you. Okay. I think that's when you go get uh, Romeo. For some reason, I feel like Romeo is the explosives guy, but it might be Mickey. I'll say it's Mickey. Uh, mm-hmm. Completing the level. Are oh, you looking at? Yo, you're looking at notes online. Yeah, cool. it's Mickey. It's Mickey. Uh, Mickey is Kazingo, okay. and then uh, Oni Black Sight is the that. one that comes after that. And Oni Black Sight is the one that has uh, Mickey and Dutch working together. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And then after Kazingo and Oni is... Wait, where's the... Uh... Oh, you know what? Dutch is the one at the... Or Romeo is the one at the uh, zoo. Right? Okay. No, Dutch. Okay. Dutch written down. So you find Dutch at the zoo, which mm-hmm. is Uplift Reserve. And then you play as Mickey on Kazingo Boulevard. And then Mickey and Dutch meet up for the Oni Alpha site. And then you guys get on a hella a police um pelican and head towards New Mombasa Police Department, which is N NMPD HQ. Which is the mm-hmm. one that I'm talking about as being one of my favorites where you're up in the up in the clouds. 
And okay, that's yeah. where oh, Mickey yeah, yeah. that's where Mickey and Dutch run into um Romeo and Buck on the roof as snipers. Like they're up there with guns waiting for Dutch and Mickey to show up and then Dutch and Mickey's Pelican gets shot at by Banshees and they have to fly off and then Buck and Romeo have to go find them. That mission's very, very good. So I That's like Oni Alpha Site and NMPD HQ a lot. And then, I mean, what else? We can just go through the rest, right? Um, we might as well. Kikawani so Station is after that, which is where you're flying banshees through that, like, series of maintenance trenches below the city, mm-hmm. which is really good. I enjoyed that. Um, Suck at it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And then Data Hive is one of my least favorite. That's when you find that hive full of buggers in the in the underbelly of the city. Then the super cool, mm-hmm. like the superintendent's like main hub. Um, that mission's all right when you're in the tunnels. Awful when you're in that big cavern that's got just flyers everywhere. Because I hate flyers mm-hmm. more than anything. And then in true Halo fashion, it ends with Coastal Highway, a big long driving segment. This Halo 3 ends with the driving segment. Halo 1 ends with that driving segment. Does Halo 2? Halo 2 does not. Uh, it has a driving segment in it uh, early, but it does not end with one. Uh, Halo 4 has a driving segment? Does Halo 5? Every every Halo four, game has a big four. driving segment. 4 is where you're flying through the surface of... Um, of... Um, Didact ship. I don't remember the name of Didact ship. You 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 mm-hmm. get underneath its shield and you and you fly through the trenches. Very Star Warsy and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that one's fun. Every game has a has a pretty pretty extensive mission that's bound to vehicles. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of Halo's thing. And I oh, love it. and we all sucked at that really bad. We all died about. It's so if you're in the front every thirty seconds. <laughs> if you're in the front, you're fine. If you're not. Yeah. Because it's like progressively closing behind you. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you leave your team in the dust, they're all going to die. Um, yeah, we were all dying like every 20, 30 seconds. Bam, bam, yeah. bam. And laughing about it. Like nothing could be done. Okay. I just jumped ahead again, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Joy. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so you've got Corporal Taylor Dutch Miles, Lance Corporal Kojo Romeo Agu, Private First Class Michael Mickey Crespo, that's so good. And just Lance Corporal Rookie. <laughs> that doesn't tell you what your name is. Um, that wasn't the game. No, I'm getting way ahead of myself. What was the game where we found that the uh, um, non-playables were actually people that worked uh, in the studio? What game was that? Reach. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Reach, which is very good. Uh, we're gonna we have fun will, with that one too. We will get there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Buck has his actual name in here. Yeah, Edward Buck. He just goes by. Oh, Buck. really? Yeah. I guess I never knew that. Edward. Yeah. Ed, Buck is better than Edward. Eddie Buck. But, but, but. Uh, uh, Buck's great, uh, man. Master Chief. Buck. Master Chief has a Fred. <laughs> his best friend, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Ed and Fred. Well, his <laughs> chief's best friend, Sam. But Sam dies. Mm-hmm. No, that part of the book is rough. So for those of you who don't know, because you wouldn't, how would you know? Um, my grandma just finished reading Halo Reach, Fall of Reach, mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. And that book is very good, but that book is also very sad. <laughs> because everybody that Chief grew up with dies. Mm-hmm. Except for Kelly, Linda, and Fred, which we do, don't really know until... Halo, yep. We don't really see until Halo 5, which is wild, right. because... Blue team's been around the whole time, and where where the hell have they been? Yeah, but exactly. also Halo. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Halo One doesn't. doesn't Halo doesn't One is fun. right after Halo Reach, so it makes sense that the rest of Blue Team's not there because Chief has to like jump on a ship real quick. But Halo Two, he's back at Earth. Mm-hmm. So like, where, so where are where's they? Blue Team? And I know that Blue like team. in the universe, we have we have an understanding that like they're all doing other things. But um, mm. that is. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. all of ODST. I mean, you see Sergeant Johnson at the end, which is very good. Um, and like the post credit scene. 
mm-hmm. where he like takes a cigar out next to the engineer, and Dare's like they're full of explosive gas, and he's like, oh, I know what I'm doing, and puts the cigar in his mouth, and then hands the lighter to the engineer, who like gets him and then lights his cigar for him. Very good, very very good. Whoa, stand down, stand down. Sergeant Major, please. It's extremely flammable. The brutes. The bastards who put bombs on your buddies and killed millions of my people. They're digging a mighty big hole. You're gonna tell me exactly what they're looking for. And then you're gonna help me stop them. I love so can I just so much. He's so good. So... Uh, your grandpa had an admiral one time that was doing the same thing, smoking a cigar in a, in a non-smoking area, and somebody said something to him, and he said, they wouldn't dare. Talking about the explosives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sir, he said, oh, they wouldn't dare. You can set this stuff on fire. <laughs> they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, In this game, you find out a lot of stuff about the Covenant. The Covenant has its schism in the middle of this game. I don't know if you remember. Uh, no, remind because me. Uh, in Halo 2, you kill the Prophet of Regret. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you kill the Prophet of Regret, the Prophet of Truth is like, we can't trust the Sangheili to protect us anymore. So the Brutes are in charge right. now. And then mm-hmm. that causes mm-hmm. a civil war because all the Sangheili are like, fuck this. We've been protecting you guys for centuries and you're going to just replace us with these meatheads. And so you like Mindless. come out of the tunnels with the group at one point and there's a bunch of dead covenant on the ground and you're like what and then you realize that the dead covenant are because of other covenant and they're like what's happening because mm-hmm. they have no idea what's going on so that's fun to see from a different um angle gotcha uh and then you also realize that the brutes are like rigging the engineers with explosives a little floating really kind mm-hmm. not not enemy creatures are rigged yeah. with explosives, and you find out that's because like the brutes don't want them helping the humans because they are like a truly neutral force. Mm-hmm. The engineers they don't care; they just want to fix things. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, if we capture them, they'll fix things for us. They just want to fix things. So I rigged, like them. They're great. They're great. Um, they're cool. They're rigged with explosives, uh, and so you have to like be careful. And like every time you kill one, it feels bad because you know that they're not bad. <laughs> They didn't um, do anything. Yeah, it sucks. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, there's a lot of like little things that you find out about the Covenant in this game that are kind of not the focus. You just kind of have to pay attention to it as it happens. Um, yeah. I don't know if you so really see Hurlgok um, in any other games. Uh, see, see what? I don't know if you really see Engineers in any of the other Halo games. Really. I was. That's a good question. It was, it was interesting when we when we, to me to discover them. So remind me what the epilogue was about. The sergeant Virgil. What was going on there? Um. So Sarge shows up and uh, it's give it's made apparent that like Admiral Hood, the guy from Halo Two, and Three, has been has given uh, Sarge clearance to talk to. Virgil, and he comes back to talk mm-hmm. to Virgil about the Oni Alpha site. Or no, okay, an orbital facility. He's he's a, he's interrogating this engineer about another Oni spot that this engineer's been. Um, so everybody's like worried that like it's not going to cooperate, and then he tosses his lighter to it, and he, and dares like, "Yo, they're flammable, like be huh. careful," and then. Um, and then he, and then Sarge to Virgil says, you're going to tell me what they're up to, or you're going to tell me exactly what they're looking for. And then you're going to help me stop them. And like the engineers have been enslaved by the covenant for a long time. And so the idea of them helping to work against them is, uh, amicable to them. They're like, oh yeah, sure. We don't, we don't want to help these people. So let's help the humans. Um. Yeah. I just found a whole page in my notes that. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we did it all, though. I think we did a good job. Um, what are you going to say to to conclude it? 
What's a good way to say this is it? And, and <laughs> well, the first thing you is... don't do is ask how you're going to do it <laughs> out loud. <laughs> uh, we're going to we're going to just end it. OK, no. Um, well, I, I will. I will your, just say this. Re recap your thoughts on the game, because I feel like a lot of this was me gushing over one of my favorites. <laughs> my um, experience was that it's um, so much more complexity to the gameplay. Um, you know, you have your, your, your a lot more accessible. Um, you've got the video playback of the little girl on the train. You've got that video playback that, that overall uh, the audio the story. audio playback. Yeah. Not a little uh -huh. girl. She's an adult, but yeah. <laughs> Was, oh, really? I remembered as a child. Um, you've got the, um, Virgil's access points around the city. You've got, um, you know, just a lot more mechanics in this game that then I well, was all new had to be learned yep. and um, and I just found it to be challenging and fun and in a way kind of kind of zen like at times there are moments in that game when you're moving through the city that together especially as a team where we're trying to communicate and I'm always on the top floor of the building when you guys are already outside of the next building because I'm like oh wow look at this oh wow look at that but um, because I really enjoyed that being in that environment to me, it was a total environment. It's maybe because like I said before, because it was familiar, Sure. because it was a human construct. Um, I can get, okay. A total aside. I can get lost in the, um, dreaming city for hours. I don't have, to, I can find places where I can only like maybe engage in a little bit of, of sure. gun battle and just run around and just have my jaw hit the floor. But um, I kind of felt that in that game, just being in that total yeah, um, sure. other environment. And it was very, very, very beautiful and very, and the music was very supplemental to that. Yeah, uh, the, music's, that's the music's great. There's my a, experience with, uh, and yeah. I enjoyed our co-op play too. It was fun. Yeah. There's a whole um, marketing campaign that came along with this game too, that like, the first like super high produced live action trailer for a Halo game came with this, which was about a kid like attending a funeral of a family member who was an ODST and then enlisting and then going through boot camp and then dropping as an ODST and then fast forwarding to like this person 10 years, 15 years into the fighting as an ODST who's now like grizzled and scarred and with a beard. It's very good. We already. I don't remember of, seeing that. Oh, we already. is one of the best ads ever. It's so very good. Um, oh my gosh! I wish I had watched that. Before. You've seen it. You've absolutely seen I, it. But I will pull it up. And find it <laughs> I'll for probably you. enjoy it again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will absolutely find it for you again. It's very good. Um, okay. Yeah, basically, ODST uh, was the first time the rest of the group the rest of the community realized like, why aren't we getting, why aren't we getting a halo movie? <laughs> obviously this, obviously this, this universe, this mm -hmm. world that's created has characters interesting enough outside of the main characters that we can do this, but we still haven't, Yep. Gotten that. But we do have a television series. We do. Coming we have next that coming. year. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which is about dang time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get that someday. <laughs> next year. Someday. Um, <laughs> All righty then. Yeah. Let's wrap her up. This, uh, this, this game is very good. This game is very different. Uh, Halo. If, if we talked about how in Halo 3 OD, uh, ODST hit. We talked about how in Halo 3, um, Bungie's ability to tell stories grows exponentially with each of its Halo games. ODST's up there. Um, Reach, which we'll get to in a couple of couple of episodes, is the pinnacle of the of this storytelling. But um, ODST is no nothing to shake a stick at. It's very nope. good. Nope, no slacker there. Nope. Uh, and I would say if if you just want to play a game in the master chief collection without having to i mean it's almost a solo game oh it stands on it, its own yeah 100%. it is self-sufficient and i would say that that would be a really good game to play but 
why why would you only want to play one game <laughs> yeah Master you'd watch you'd play that and be like well i gotta find out what happens next there you go the all right so play odst and then you'll you'll turn around because there's a generation of people that have grown up not playing this game and it makes my heart hurt yeah it's it's uh yeah it makes <laughs> my a, heart hurt it's a whole it's a whole thing and it's sad yes. but you know we'll uh we'll get there yeah more we'll people, more people, more people will join us. Um, okay. Here, while we wrap up, um, well, let's say, mm -hmm. let's say adios. Let's say toodaloo. Yeah, and we're we're back. And I yeah, say that, ho. I say that, but yeah. like, people are gonna listen to this, and it's gonna be week to week to week to week to week. So they're not gonna get the big gap. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's exciting. We're we're finally back. It's been huge, and and I love it. And thanks, uh, love. And all I gotta say at this point is, thumbs up. <laughs> Love it. I forgot that, that was the thing. Uh, thumbs up, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>